everybody. Hope you're all doing well. You're welcome to the Impact Series. And I'm happy that you chose to be here this evening with me so that we can, we can have a conversation about things that matter to you, things that matter to me, things that matter to every one of us. And I'm excited today because, well, for the first time, we have two guests on the Impact Series. Usually it's just one person that we are talking to, but today there are two of them. That's exciting. <laughs> and we have these two amazing gentlemen. Um, one of them is my school father. Who, who was punishing me more than everybody else. <laughs> and the other is a, is a, work, a former work colleague. And so, I mean, it's exciting. We are going to be, we're going to talk about something very, very dear to all of us. Now, I mean, the background is, is, is pretty simple. You know, if you're in Ghana at this point, in fact, it's not just, it's not just Ghana. I mean, Sub-Saharan Africa generally. At this time, you know, post-COVID, it's been a lot of, a lot of, um, it's like one terrible news after another terrible news one bad decision from the leadership after another bad decision. The economy is, 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 is all over the place. You know, I mean, your, your currency is terribly depreciating and your, your business is being overtaxed. I mean, it was being overtaxed, what, two years ago. Now it's being, um, like, it's being buried in taxes. Like, like I, I don't even know what they want us to do right now. So the reality is that there's a lot of things not going on well with us. And so a lot of people, if I, I mean, speaking for myself, a lot of my colleagues have, you know, packed bag and baggage and family and they left the country. They are going to see greener pastures. You know, it's all well and good. I mean, hey, I'm not here to tell you that don't go. I mean, I, 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 I'm here to find out whether it's worth going, you know, or we should stay here and find the opportunity. Because indeed, indeed, and one of my mentors will tell you this, it is, it is the chaos that's the, like the chaos is what actually tells us that there's opportunity right here. I mean, personally, I had a stint in, in the US and I, I, I didn't quite, I didn't enjoy myself. I mean, it was too organized, Charlie. I missed the bus in winter and I almost died from, from <laughs> I almost died. Actually, after that day, I decided, look, I'm coming back to my Ghana like that. So, hey, that's me. I mean, I, I made a decision back then. I, so, so today, what we are trying to do is that we are trying to give you a perspective so that you can make a decision you know, on what to do from here on. I have two amazing gentlemen joining me. Um, I've got my own, like I said, my school father. And now... This school father, you got... This school father, I tell you for sure, no. I don't know if I'm a school father at the bank. Is it because they bully me or something? Master, relax. Me, I ever bully you. All right, so you saw him out there. That's Kwabna Usikwating, doctor. PhD. Charlie, how's it going over there, man? Charlie, we did. Nothing better. Uh, yeah. I, well, thanks for inviting me. I know you like you talk. Uh, there's two of us now. It does take two people to start, step in the foot of Jessica after you had her last week. I was listening to her series. <laughs> and Like I was telling you, I, ha I have friends in Zambia and Zimbabwe. We're like, man, that, that woman is really a dynamo. They always ask me if I know her. I'm like, I don't know her, but I follow her work. So, yeah, thanks for having me. It's, it's nice to Awesome, awesome, work. awesome. Good to have you. Good to have you. And, of course, we have um, the second person on the call. He's a former, work, a former work colleague. We used to work together back in the day. And then he also, you know, left us and then went to explore other, other avenues out there. And he's making it big out there. So, I mean, I'm happy to have him here. Richard, Abaka, how's it going? Abaka, Kuman. Oh, thank you very much, um, Doc. Doc, Doc, Doc was uh, my boss. You know, I used to work for him at the... Optima Care, and he, he, he trained me a lot. In fact, uh, some of the things I learned at Optima Care, it's, it's actually helping me. 
And then uh, it was through him that I got to know that there's possibility in every difficult situation. And it's one of the things I applied here and it's really actually working for me. So yeah, I'm happy to share um, what I've been going through or what I've been through since the past um, three years from 2019 till now. And I migrated to Canada in, in the September of 2019. And I'm happy to share with, with all of us how the journey is. And if you want to come, how you can come. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Thanks. So thanks for, for accepting to be here with me today. So let's set the ball rolling. So, I mean, two guys, uh, I, and, and the reason why you guys are here is that both of you went through um, a, a bit of a different path. So, I mean, we'll, we'll take it from both of you. So, I mean, and Kwabna, for instance, I know you, 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 left, you left us after secondary school. Can you take us through the, the whole process? I mean, how, how, how did you end up leaving us after, after secondary school? Okay. Charlie the Kwabna retire. Um, so um, right there they use Papa more. So Papa quite more. You will move variations. We have variations. And I was speaking that's to Carl. So I, I apologize to a lot of people. I, I'll be switching, I'm gonna switch between pigeon and tree because uh you know, many of you are we go talk and all you know be everything there. And you'll be behind the car. I know we are being um, live streamed too. So I say, say uh, Kase, we know the toxic people know the bubble with the talk, but sometimes people also we have to let people work a little bit harder to understand what we're saying and because we're we're speaking to ourselves. But to answer your question, yes, I left Ghana after secondary school. Uh, me and you all go more down. Um, I had a lot of my basic and secondary school education in Ghana, or all of it. Um going abroad was never part of my dream. Um, it was never something I dreamed about, but circumstances, um, I had some health challenges, you know, and so at that point, my parents were both, um, then them all, them, them, them fly, them up PhD. doing PhD. Uh, my mom was also doing her, her graduate studies. So they, they brought, they, they managed to bring me to the state and um, so that was some time after what, 2004, 2005. And so I've been in the, sta- I've been in the States since then. Um, and yeah, so that is how I ended up here. And so I came on the medical visa to the U.S. And then from that medical visa, I transitioned, I transitioned go um, student visa. And I was on a student visa for I don't know how many years, like almost 15 years, Charlie. So they said, <laughs> we'll we go get into all of that. So you make we talk. Yeah. Wow, wow. Well, I mean, so all well and good. I mean, one thing, one thing transitioned to another thing, and now we are where we are. So we'll come back to you, like Riley said. How about you, Richard? I know you you finished your um college education in Ghana and you actually worked in Ghana for a while. So what made you move out or, or how how did the whole thing happen and what, what made you decide that you were gonna go out there? So in fact, I only I will be very honest, I, I was suspecting a lot of I'll be a little bit not that I'm being political, but I expected a lot of a lot of infrastructural changes and um, development when it comes to um, um, job creation and empowerment for the private sector. When Nana Kufado won power, because I believe that that was what he was coming to do, as he promised, and I saw that. So after 2018-19, I saw the struggles businesses were going through, how the private sectors, um, where, where companies were still struggling, and how a lot of um, the masses of the youth were struggling to make it. In fact, even the rich people are still even complaining how um, prices for 
imports were escalating day in and day out. And I also wanted to further my education. So um, I reflected upon the whole situation. I said, okay, fine, maybe let me try and change the environment and get uh, um, a foreign education and see what life also holds out there if there are other opportunities. So on and on, I encourage him and I had to speak to a friend who was in, who was in Canada. He says, hey, in Canada, it's easy to transition from being a student to actually going into the workforce. And they have flexible ways of uh, transitioning. You know, you don't have to only study science and technology related courses, but even people who study other courses and find jobs after school can easily transition. And then there are no um, language barriers. As if you only speak English, it's good. If you speak French, it's a plus. So I just um, chose a school and applied and I did all the paperwork and uh, thankfully I had the visa and I came to school. So I chose a course that was a little bit related to my field, but added a, a lot more of technology. So I settled for um, um, business analytics with um, a component of entrepreneurship and um, God being so good, I'm now done and, and I got a job uh, after school. So actually changed between two jobs within the last one year, actually. So it depends on how um, you, you, you go by, by it. All right, all right. So so let's 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 hit the the let's let the cat out of the bag. Was it worth moving from Ghana to Canada? I mean, in your case, Richard, has it been worth it? Yes, yes. In fact, it's been worth it because, like, in terms of um, professional development and um, uh, in terms of um, even um, financial um, financial um, development, right? So, for for me, I didn't have lots of money. You don't even, you don't have to have lots of money to get into a Canadian education, uh, a Canadian school. You have to have the the willpower is the best, right? You have to have the willpower and the determination. And Kano, as um, Doctor Papa has said, and Kano, you're back can you achieve? I'm on They don't get everything. And you're back can you It's been it's been good. In fact, um, things are not the same anymore. Living in Canada has a downside, and we'll come to that. But overall, it's been the the migration, or yeah, it's been it's been fantastic. It's the benefit far outweighs the the demerit. So, so, so you are saying that right now, if somebody was to call you and ask you, should I move to Canada? You would tell the person to leave everything in Ghana and come to Canada. That's what you are saying. Uh, it depends. <laughs> One, if the person. Uh, just as you said, the place is very organized. In fact, if um, if you enjoy a very pacey life, Ghana is very pacey. Accra is pacey, and I love it. I love the... Uh, it was until I traveled before I appreciated our 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 systems, like our trotro, our markets, our, <laughs> our, our Saturday, our weekend lifestyle, our weddings, funerals, and our church service. It's not like that here. It's not like that. So this is one thing you should know. Before you make that decision, if you're a person who believes that, okay, I want to go out there and go and then struggle and bring something home, 
and I can sacrifice my social cultural life for some time, then there's no problem. You can come. Then you can you can deal with the seasonal depression. Especially in Canada, we have lots of snow. Yeah, yeah, lot. It's so much that uh, you have to. Some days you have to stay indoors if you are not working remotely, or if you are working high, in a hybrid way, you have to stay home and just work. And it can get to negative twenty, negative thirty. If you can deal with that, no problem. But there are other places that are good. Like I know um, Vancouver is good. Atlanta is good. Uh, certain parts of New York, you know, um, California, Texas, those places are excellent. But for Ontario and other places in Canada, if you can deal with that, it's good. So for me, if, if you are considering migration, it doesn't matter what you've done in Ghana. I have a lot of colleagues and classmates who are engineers who are very much accomplished in Ghana. They had their families, um, they, they had younger kids, they had finished their building, some had one, some had two, but um, they, they looked at certain things and they, said, they saw that, okay, if we are coming here with, um, we have two ways to come here easily. We have the express entry and then we have the steady, um, the steady route and then we also have the invitations. So they, they realized that, okay, the express entry was going to take some time so let's come with school. So for example, if you apply now and you get to school now, by September, you could be here. So they came and the good thing is that when you are coming, you can get a visa for your spouse and your spouse will be given a valid work permit to the duration of your study permit. So both of you can work, but your spouse can work full time. And then it doesn't have to be a menial job. That is the good thing. If you have very good relatable experience in Ghana, you can easily translate that and you can, get a, you can get a job. And it's very easy for technology-oriented people. And then um, health. You know, health, I know you, the, nurses and, the nurses would have to write one or two exams. It's quite difficult in Canada than the U.S. And the doctors, it's a whole lot of work for the doctors and the pharmacists. <laughs> yes, so most of them start with um, pharmacy jobs, pharmacy technician jobs and they, they go, they write the difficult examinations, difficult, difficult, and they become pharmacists. And most of the paramedic staff also start from being um, care workers. Yeah, care workers, and then they work their way out. So if, if you can just make up your mind that when I come, all the, I mean, I've had something in Ghana, but all the 30, 40 years I've lived in Ghana, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to start over, but I'm willing to sacrifice the first one to four or five years to transition. Then it, it will be better off financially in the end. All right. We'll come back and talk about the work ethic over there, but let's jump to Papa. Um, now, Papa, uh, it's interesting calling Dr. Papa, but hey, it's Dr. Papa, so we'll take it like that. <laughs> now, Richard, Richard has spoken a lot about the positive aspects. I want you to give me some, some of the negative aspects, I mean, of, of being, being over there, you know, being from, from uh, uh, like, uh, what are some of the things that the challenges for, that you face, you know, that, that anybody watching us or listening to us later on should, should be expecting same if he was to transition to wherever where you are now. 
<laughs> Thanks. This one, this question, there, uh, as you throw, give me, as if Moja day here and Kamoja go talk, say, hey, this one there, you, you've teed it up for me. So I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to go back to, uh, I go back to what Richard talk. Um, when you ask a question, if you have friends who, uh, who call you today, or you have family, like say, them bell you today and tell you, say, Charlie, I won't come Yankee or I won't immigrate. What would you tell them? I tell them it depends on how you are coming and who and what you are coming to do. I don't ever tell people to just jump. I have some people for the call top set me and then they talk right now. I always tell them, um, say, Charlie, it depends. Um, and the reason why it depends you know, is a lot of what Richard has spoken about. Um, the system for here is very structured. You know, here you, you wouldn't just walk in day one and challenge boom, like say you're going to get money or you're going to get that breakthrough. It doesn't happen. It really, well, let me rephrase that. It's very exceptional and it happens only like one every million years. And so what you realize is that if you enter, you, there's a structure, if there's a profession, say you're a medical doctor, especially in the United States, they want you to get all your, uh, um, they want you to do all your MCATs to do your medical education, to do your different things. And then after that, you have, you forgo through matching, doing all of that. That takes time. That's about seven years of work. Even if you have the experience, they want you to do all of that again. I have a really big doctor friend in Ghana. I used to, they meet out at Togreston all the time, say, and just like you, like what Richard said, frustration. Like, you know, he did Ghana frustration. And, you know, I come, I come Ghana, I go to his house. I'm like, Charlie, you have it here. You don't understand. You have a big house. Your kids are going to school. They can come home. Grandma is right next door. They can go to grandma. Um, your wife is working. Yeah, you're frustrated at work, but you're working. Those frustrations travel. They know the bar. And so he, he came to the States for a master's degree. And, you know, this guy, like, you know, him. I can't mention him here. He's a big guy. Like, he's a big man. When I say big man, this guy is a big man. He come, he, he, and he went to a top-notch medical school um, 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 program. They won't even let this guy touch pink to look at the patient because he does not have the necessary positions here. And then when he came you know, with the structure, he studied it. Hey, Charlie, he called, he said, Charlie, Papa, me and Shia, I didn't go out, fuck this place. And excuse my friend. And I'm like, ah, oh, why? <laughs> and one of the things was, you know, he had brought his children here for holiday while he was here. So this would be somebody with day Ghana in the top city. If you fly in family here, no cost um, to the US, they came. And he saw that he saw the impact on the children, you know. Like you come home, you day house all the time. You can't do anything. Your children go out, you day job. You hear say your frog cry, then your your heart starts racing. What is happening to my children? Because for here, we'll be sure be back. You now for find things to do, you for find community and things, and you never know who's watching your children. You add on to that all the other um activities and stuff going on it makes life a, like before this i was listening to my my classics and my goodies charlie so one quadrochia what's a bugger high life i want to ask you but i do a brochure what's a quarter whistle what's it 
Oti, Oti, Iron Boy, not to Dadiano Man, not to those kind of songs. It's different because now you understand what they are talking about. That bugger highlight um, stance, no. And then for the new generation, what Sako was talking about, bugger, bugger, and yeah, then you are like Udua That is when you appreciate like what these guys were talking about, the stories they were telling us. And so back to your question, will I tell somebody to come? It always depends on the stage of life the person is. If you're young and you can, um, you're still setting out in life and, you know, things be a little bit difficult. Uh, one of the things I advise people is come through school like Richard did. And when you come through school, you know, at least, you know, say you have two to three years, a four year timeline. And, and that, it doesn't matter where you're going, if it's Europe, if it's America, if it's Canada. I don't know more. I don't know a lot about Asia, but like that one, or you come up, there is an on-ramp into the professional realms. Life is still difficult. Don't get me wrong. But then it's easy. But to say, who could you draw? Now, after now the film, Charlie, that one, like that one, Charlie, to say, boy, so I would take glass and quad and those kind of things, you know. Charlie, I brought one and yeah, you. And here's the thing. Like my own sis of a time because I'm friend and this will be my blood like mommy back up one year and and you know because you got to survive and everybody and the hustle is real so what could school what but I know what school because Richard like to see you did you a similar guy and we say near Sandy about for the aswaka home it's you want to hear cry where you do pass them cry, Charlie. They go see say promotion of a band and yet they are moved before. Why the hell when you those kind of things? All those frustrations they add up. So me, if you be professional where they come and you understand these things, you understand the society you're going into, um, you understand what the costs are. And when we talk costs, we just need to talk money. The money there, Charlie, Canada dollar, Yankee dollar, British pound. I don't know what do Ghana now and there for the first three months. And now it's also bugger, no wapa. Well, I know the other one, I know the lie. But there are other costs. And those costs, you know, they come up really, really quick. If you know they think through things, if you don't understand what is going on, and if you don't understand the, like, I know a lot of Ghanaians who come here who have ended up in mental institutions and had to be repatriated because nobody wow. because the pressures are high and uh like again yes back off for 90 but i do how we say charlie because nobody did and people go come then go come you know baby baby shower but charlie will be a trap hustle teacher will be any time that you have a journey those kind of things all add up and so when people like come and know i a lot of times i i tell people say look at your stage in life what are you doing where are you at if you're at a certain level don't expect to become at that level and here's the thing you hustle from school secondary school 
university, national service, like and you cry, like you have some prospects, you know. Ubeja all over. That is one. Ube study all over. If you not say obi baby, obi somebody who will take three years, somebody who will take four years, but you only go feature. Can you understand that? What is the cost of your family life? What is the cost of your children? What is the cost of your spouse? And then Chalobe do her son, we say Bushan for we do her in OBS, but just so this Can you afford to do that? If you can afford to do that and take the cost naturally, then that one we go try to sort you out. And me, the only way I sort people out, we say that I go, I go guide you through the school process. I never go dash money because me the money I don't have some. So that'd be what I tell people. So I've I've spoken a lot. So we, I can I can pause and then let Richard you can ask more questions and stuff. You know, you know, your last point about, about sorting people out, I mean, I don't understand because I can understand Richard, at least at least when he was living here, he was working, right? And people were depending on him. So when he goes, they were too expecting to give him something. But you, when you were living here, you, know, you, were, you, were, you were a small boy. So why would anybody be depending on you? Did I, is this still as big a deal for you as it will be for, for Richard, which will come to as well? <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, it's always a big deal because you know people. Like, who can be no matter what? So me, if I'm sorting people out, I might not be directly be sorting people out. But I'm the man, I'm the and I'm the man, I'm the man. Like it's all inter, it's all interrelated. Um, you you have friends who need help, then go call yeah. you, say Charlie, will be Charlie, what's up? This thing, you you know have some. You go tell them say you know have some, but the, people go call you. Ah, uh, they catch a time. I try to say okay, Charlie, you they, take this thing small, sort your body out. It happens a lot yeah. of times. Like on top of that, projects they wait for do. You know, projects they were yeah. you, you and me talk, Charlie. It cast a time papa no do it be a project to be a no master no media bar. Over the bar, you don't go fit talk to you don't do you for do you know all all yeah. takes resources. And here's the thing, a lot of people don't understand. Charlie, um sicari a bit no. By the time I see a tower bank account, I see a car. Oh, they pass through. Oh, they are going to move again. Like, like, and then they take one hand giving and they take one hand claim. Like, you could, you, if you have mortgage, if you have rent, you could pay your rent, you could pay your health insurance for Yankee, you could pay your car insurance, you could pay, like, depending on, like, some of you where we come, chair, where we be, you're going to. We have more credit card bills. You for pay a credit card bill and make you no talk to the credit card bill. You no go pay. Like to say bugger bugger, Charlie. You you could cheat. No be a G G while go. No there be trap picture, music video, Charlie. I can't go. I can't go. When I tell you say the money there for the system, the money they go take give you upfront, but make you no slack. Ubetia, cause when tia ukwejuma yabetcho, untumi kujilo, untumi ne. So no matter what you go do, you for pay. You know, but more people that my marriages they break up for Virginia than New York than all these places. Sick of these things, cause Charlie, I'm not for trick or moon to me here. You know, but and so these things add up, and a lot of times the people don't see. Like who's a you be you be Instagram, you be you know TikToker, yeah, you're a shepherd. Like you know, 
and now go home when I for you know in a times or whatever. No, so no chat text, no chat or travel video. Or so I brought you the baby, me massa. So, and that brings us to the end of part one there definitely are opportunities out there but it's certainly not a walk in the park and so before you jump on a plane and transfer your family from ghana out there do check out the part two and get a more fuller picture